Support for Under the Radar comes from Wellwithall. Wellwithall believes that self-care is community care. Premium products crafted for your daily wellness, from sleep support to heart health to your daily regimen. 20% of Wellwithall's profits are committed to leading the fight for health equity. They won't stop until it is truly Wellwithall. I'm Callie Crossley. This week on Under the Radar with Callie Crossley, it's our annual spinning of holiday tunes with our own Mike Wilkins, radio engineer for PRX and GBH's The World. Who likes Christmas? I like Christmas. He likes Christmas. She likes Christmas. You like Christmas? They like Christmas. Who likes Christmas? We like Christmas. Let's all say hooray for Christmas Day. I like Christmas. I simply adore it. Adore, adore, adore it. Oh, I'm so crazy for it. Adore, 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 adore it. Cause it's so Christmassy. I like Christmas. That's I Like Christmas by Barry Gordon. All this hour, GBH's intrepid holiday music collector shares his new finds of old songs that are quirky, weird, and sometimes way out there. These are not the traditional carols from the Mormon Tabernacle Choir or even new traditional favorites like Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You. Nope, for his annual collection of songs you've never heard of, Mike has once again rescued vinyl one-hit wonders from the forgotten bins of overlooked B-sides and highlighted a few new tunes that might become classics. This season, for his 32nd year of Jingle Bell Melodies, Mike's collection goes back to basics, sort of. This is Mike's musical holiday gift bag, Sack of Songs, a Yuletopia recording. Welcome back, Mike Wilkins. Hey, thanks, Kelly. Glad to be here. Well, we got to start with the name of your collection. Sack of Songs, I assume, <laughs> refers to Santa's sack? <laughs> That's correct. We, I, It was too late. I'd already started printing everything before I said I should have printed Santa's sack of songs or sack full of songs, you know, like sack full of toys. But it's, uh, I was uh, stuck for the alliteration, and that came to me, and we went with it. <laughs> okay. 30-second years, have to mention. How mm. does it feel to have been pulling this together for 32 years? It's it's great fun. I'm I I uh, I can't believe it's been that long, but it's it's a lot of fun. And I'm glad to do it. So it's yeah, it, it's kind of amazing. It is kind of amazing. I want to start with a group of uh, songs that I have sort of titled. They sound familiar, but they have a different take. Let's start off with the Chipmunk song. Now that's yes, that's Alvin and the Chipmunks. This is by Canned Heat and the Chipmunks. What are you mice doing in here? Mice? This is our session. We came in here to make a Christmas boogie. Who do you think you're talking to? This is 1968, brother, not 1958. Now, you mice got to get it together. Now, if you want to hang around here, you just got to be quiet. Mice? Who are you calling mice? We're chipmunks. All right, all right, chipmunks. Cool it now and listen. <laughs> Is a time when you're supposed to have lots of chill. I said Christmas is a time when you're supposed to have lots of chill. I got the blues for the world with all its troubles and fear. Now here is one thing that the heat would like to give to you. I said here is one thing that the heat would like to give to you. Oh man. 
Oh wow, Mike! I just oh. never, I never thought that was a, a Christmas boogie, but that's, uh, yeah, that's Canned Heat. Uh, they, this is from 1968, indeed. Uh, it was released on the Liberty Records record uh, label, and uh, was Canned Heat, kind of a seminal American blues rock boogie band. Uh, uh, they were only formed a couple years earlier in 65, but they ended up having a big uh, hit call, uh, called uh, Going Up the Country, which uh, a lot of people may remember. What would make them want to partner with the Chipmunks? Uh, I think it Do you came, have any idea? I think it came down to the record label. Uh, somebody ah. said, uh, we own the rights to the Chipmunks, and uh, we own the rights to those guys that can't heat, and let's see what we can do. And that was probably, <laughs> I don't know. There might have been something, somebody might have been smoking in a room somewhere and came up with an idea. Okay. It was the 60s. Well, it's true. Uh, continuing in, sounds familiar, but with a different take. Here's I Want a Hippopotamus for Hanukkah by the Jimmies. Yeah, and we got to Kwanzaa, too. So. Yes. Uh, you know, the first time I heard this hippopotamus song was years ago in one of your collections. Sure. And it's always been, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Right. So this is very different. What what was the inspiration by the Jimmies to sort of mix it up? Well, uh, yeah, the originally you were speaking about is Gala Peavy and I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. And um, I, I think it's that the Jimmies are kind of the, the darlings of parents who love their kids because they're kind of a kids-oriented uh, band. And what they actually did on their Christmas CD is they did three versions of I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas. They did a second one for Hanukkah and a third one for Kwanzaa. And what I did was I actually just spliced them all together. So we started ah. with Christmas and then we went to Hanukkah, then we went to Kwanzaa, and then we ended with Christmas again. So through the miracles of modern technology, we were able to kind of get some of the season's holidays in all at once. So this is all part and parcel, it seems to me, of people who normally would not be doing anything holiday-ish in terms of songs, uh, trying to sort of capitalize on it because it's so popular. And it's even more popular now, if you can believe it. Absolutely. Um, but to be fair to the Jimmies, they do a lot of kind of fun, crazy, kid-oriented songs. And I think they're just very mindful that a lot of the families that they, um, they really deal with, uh, with their music, uh, is a wide, varied, broad range of, um, of ethnicities and holidays and everything that's included in there. And they wanted to be inclusive, I think, is in this particular case. But yeah, uh, there's a lot of people who want to cash in on Christmas. So you knew about the Jimmies before. I had um, no so idea. I had no, no idea. No, you're kidding. Oh, okay. I, but this is what you were saying earlier about looking through bins and trying to find stuff. And I'm like, who the heck are the Jimmies? I have no idea. And there are bands, there are rock rock and roll bands called the Jimmies with a Y instead of an I-E apostrophe S. And so um, I actually had to do a little hunting on, on these guys. And this is uh, that uh, vocal that you hear is from uh, Ashley Albert. She's a really well-known uh, voiceover actress. Uh, she's done a lot of commercials and video games and even some um, cartoons. 
All right. Well, let's go to Jingle Bells by Q Taro. <laughs> Everybody sing along. Yes. So now, um, lots of people, you know, redo these songs, traditionally American Christmas songs in various languages, but this seems to have a campy feel to it. It's a very campy feel, and in fact, it's in Japanese. And it may not be as new as you think. It, this goes back to mm. 1966, and it's a cartoon character. Kutaro uh, uh, is a uh, a friendly but mischievous ghost with an enormous appetite. He's only about three feet tall, deathly afraid of dogs. Um, <laughs> but uh, he's uh, it has been uh, on print and TV through the 60s, 70s, and 80s. It's been revived a couple times. So. I, this is all in Japanese, every single bit of it, except for some numbers. And um, I saw this come up on uh, online in a sale, and I had no idea. The, pic- the picture part of the sleeve shows a bunch of cartoon characters dancing around a Christmas tree, so I took a flyer on it and said, Let's... <laughs> I don't, oh I don't know what I don't know what they're singing. I have no idea, uh, but I got the um, I got the record, uh, got uh, my little translator app on on and scanned some of the things. It's like ooh, jingle bells. Let's put it on the turntable, and off we went. And here it is. Well, you know that leads me to something that uh, maybe you know, but uh, perhaps a lot of our listeners won't. Holiday music is more popular than ever because of streaming. So you're online trying to find these interesting older songs. A lot of people are streaming, and in streaming, they've discovered them. Spotify has 44 yeah. different options oh, wow. on seasonal playlists. That's according to a story in the Guardian newspaper. Of course, the number one stream song is Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas mm. is You. Um, by the way, that's the first holiday song to be certified diamond. That's above oh. platinum. And it happened 25 years after the, it was first released. She had 309 to date million streams across all platforms. So even though it feels like to some that's a new song, it's really an old song. And what's very interesting about that was said in this article is that it's so hard for the people doing new Christmas songs to get attention because people are streaming for the old songs. So you are back in vogue if you ever were out of vogue. Mike Wilkins finding the old songs because that's what people want to hear. Isn't that interesting? That is truly amazing because I had no idea about any of that. So that's that's really amazing. And just to make that clear, the second most streamed song is Rocking Around the Christmas Tree by Brenda Lee. Wow. So there you have it. Wow. And two, two women right up front. I love that. That's great. Right. Right. Yes. Um, you have some great variations on a Christmas theme. And here's one of my favorites. This is Postpone Christmas. Back with postpone Christmas this year. Back with postpone Christmas this year. What a plight, what a fight, things still not right. Okay, this is I can't pronounce the guy's name. Muta Baraku. Oh, it's 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 almost like poetry. Muta Baruka. Muta okay. Baruka. 
He's and a, it's clearly reggae. Yes, he's a Jamaican Rastafari dub poet, musician, actor, educator. He even has his own uh, talk show, and um, hmm. he's uh, he's you know he's been a little um, political and very controversial at times. Uh, he's he's very active in all sorts of black liberation, social oppression, kind of discrimination issues, and I mean he's right up front. Uh, this was recorded back in 1983 as a single, and I found it, believe it or not, not on a Christmas compilation, but just a High Times All-Star Explosion LP, and it's uh, mm. got some other great reggae uh, greats on it, and in the middle of this was this track from Muda Baruka, and I was just so amazed. Uh, it's actually the, the, the first song on uh, Side B. But it's just uh, Freddie McGregor's on this. But it's you'll never know where these uh, where these songs come from. Well, you know, the, as he goes on, I mean, he beats you over the head about postponing Christmas. But in the song, he goes on to say it's just too much commercialization, too much people are having other issues. Let's just forget it. Um, but it's kind of catchy after a while. You sort of get lulled into the beat of it, which absolutely, is the point. absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. All right, Santa's on a rampage. Is Patricia Vaughn? Oh, she's um, <laughs> uh, she's uh, started out as a country rock singer, branched out to more of a Latin flair, and this year she's combined a bunch of that stuff onto a Christmas holiday uh, uh, CD. And this is, I love this. This is just a real smoky rockabilly, almost a surf guitar uh, uh, piece in here. Uh, she's uh, been in the music industry. Uh, her folks are from, been involved in the music industry. And uh, I think she's just um, been active as a singer for years and has garnered a bunch of great musicians around her. And when she decided to get into the studio for this kind of thing, she's got some great people. Uh, Chris uh, Isaac, sidekick, uh, uh, Roland's... Uh, Sally's on here and uh, some other great artists. All right. All right. Every day is Christmas. Christmas, yes, it's Christmas. <laughs> wow, it's Christmas. Far out Christmas. Here comes my grandpa. With something new he's done. Special pies from grandma. Every day is Christmas Day from now on. So who's John Bassett? Oh, uh, that's a good question. <laughs> he is a, a, well, a folk singer-songwriter, as you can kind of tell. Maybe uh, he's a poet, a cable television personality in the greater Cleveland, Ohio area back a couple of years ago. Um, he's uh, he's put out some independent records, and this uh, he's not really attached to a label by any chance. And this... <laughs> Uh, song again. There's a bunch of these I found this year, which are just Christmas songs in the middle of a just a regular rock and roll album. And like I say, not maybe so much rock and roll with uh, John. He's a little more, you know, almost that country pop singer 
songwriter kind of thing going on. But this is in the middle of like a boatload of other tracks, and he ends every uh, each side with a Christmas song. Every day is Christmas on side A and side B, the Christmas season. All of his songs are his compositions. Hmm. Uh, maybe it might become a classic at some point. Well, and, and unfortunately, John's no longer with us. I mm-hmm. should mention that. Mm-hmm. He's, he uh, was born in 41 and, uh, and passed away back in November of uh, 2006. And how old did you say this is? This is from 1978. So I think there are okay. certain yeah. things that you can get a feel for. You say, geez, this could be 60s or 70s or 80s or what mm-hmm. have you. And I think mm-hmm. that definitely, this is one of those. Definitely. All right, Christmas, I want to thank you. We are young, we are that I want to thank you refrain it's really great okay Skywalker this is another one right when do you think this was made I I would I was just thinking 70s because yeah. it felt very peace signy <laughs> exactly no no this so uh, this is a very rare record that's hard to find any information on uh, I'm guessing like you that this is mid 70s I've been told 73 I've been told 76 in fact um, Skywalker I don't know anything about this particular band um, there yeah. are a bazillion Skywalkers out there and f- for those of you who are rushing to some of your uh, record listings like uh, cat 45 or or 45 cat or uh, discogs um, I just posted this record on Discogs. There's been no listing on it mm-hmm. anywhere. I've looked at the matrix numbers, which are the numbers that are etched or sometimes stamped between what we call the dead wax, between the grooves and the label. And I found one, somebody was playing the B-side on YouTube. And then, so I'm kind of asking your listeners if they know anything about this band, Skywalker. We're thinking mid-70s. Um, and if you know anything about it, please, please let Callie know because I'd like to know more. This record is in horrible shape. You heard the cracks oh, and pops yeah. and stuff, and mm-hmm. I tried to uh, electronically clean it up a little bit, and it is a little bit better, believe me. I've I spent twenty dollars on a forty-five. I've, I don't usually mm. talk about money, but and it's and in this condition, that seems like a lot of money. But it, the rarity of it was yeah. amazing, and I thought I'll take a flyer on this too and see what it sounds like. And I'm glad you like it. It's the longest song on the track this year, and it's just because it's so, um, it's over four minutes long, and I just didn't know anything about it. I thought, let's play it out. Let's have some fun. If you're just tuning in, this is Under the Radar with Callie Crossley. I'm Callie Crossley. Joining me for this entire hour is our annual guest, PRX and GBH engineer Mike Wilkins, here with his special mixtape of weird, fun, and unusual holiday tunes. Now, you got to tell the people, how much do you love digging for and finding <laughs> Christmas I Want to Thank You by Skywalker and you don't know who they are? <laughs> it's 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 like a, it's like a treasure hunt every time. And it's and what's wonderful about it is even though it's kind of once a year uh, for you, the listener, uh, for me, it's year round and it's yard sales and it's flea markets and it's online and it's it's just kind of a little bit crazy and finding something 
that you don't know anything about, that you want to do some more research on, uh, and especially I have to do a little more research on when I come to your show. It is a lot of fun, and I hope you yeah. enjoy it as much as I do. Oh, you know, I love it. I love it. I am wondering, are you, when you are at those yard sales, elbowing next to the millennials? Because vinyl is just so popular again. You're absolutely right. No, it's really amazing. Uh, and you start, so uh, there's certain uh, older collectors who you see all the time and you become from friends with and you go, darn, he got here before me or, oh, she got here after me. Good. I got... I get a bigger, better picking. Um, but the the uh, young people coming up to uh, record bins is is just amazing, and I think it's fantastic. It's great. It's just fantastic that as much as we would think, you know, the death of music or radio or anything is coming around the corner, there's always something new that keeps people interested in music, whether it's new, mm -hmm. old, or yet to be created. I agree with you. Let's go to Is This Christmas. Can you hear the sleigh bells coming around? The band becomes our darkest and Christmas is here. Can't see me, but I'm bopping along. <laughs> me too. <laughs> so the wombats sound a little British. Oh, you've you've nailed it. Uh, they are an English rock band formed in Liverpool back in the early uh, 2000s. And they've been recording since probably the mid 2000s. So yeah, and this this is a single they released. Are they popular? Oh yeah, I mean yeah. they're uh, they're 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 still performing and having a good time. All right, here is a personal favorite, which I will tell you why after we've listened to a good piece of it. Gee whiz, it's Christmas. Thomas, daughter oh, yeah. of Rufus Thomas, and both of them are Memphians, as am I. So if you grew up in Memphis, um, and probably even now, around Christmas time, there are two songs you're going to hear. This one, I don't care how old it is, and Elvis, because Elvis lived in Memphis, Blue Christmas. And these were in regular rotation. So it didn't matter I, how old they were. I think this this uh, Gee Whiz's Christmas was 1963. Yeah. Uh, yep. She had a hit earlier than that. Her father was well known and he had a bunch of hits. And then she had a career of her own and then they jointly recorded together. Uh, you know, if you talk about local Christmas songs, both this one and definitely Blue Christmas, I'm guessing, are still being played a lot around this time. I, uh, I'm not saying I did a little digging, but I knew about your background and I thought if I include this, 
not only is it a great, great tune, but you'd share that information with us. And that's, you're absolutely right. Fantastic. Spot on. I don't have to say anything. <laughs> but I love we it. You should it's, listen to more of it. <laughs> yes. Let's, let's take another little piece, Dave, if you would, our lovely engineer. Something about that soul sound. This part, why? Because it doesn't snow in Memphis. <laughs> anyway, that's a good one. So I appreciate your adding that. It just makes it great. Well, I didn't have any uh, uh, the, the acapella in this year, so I thought I got to give you a nod somewhere. Oh well, I appreciate that. Um, now, what's interesting? You have we often in your list. You have one or two. Um, songs that are a little bit religious in nature, but mostly our the song choices are you know sort of fun and funky and you know secular. Um, but you have a couple that are quite beautiful, um, and I want to put this in the context of the last couple of years of contemporary albums by both Dolly Parton and this year Carrie Underwood has one that's quite popular, and they very much both of them have a religious tone to them. So let's take a listen to because it's Christmas. The whole world sings the reason why Because it's Christmas Our Savior's born tonight It's Christmas la 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 Christmas So this is a kind of a, a upbeat pop rock um, Sounds like young Christian music it is. Uh, Sidewalk indeed. Prophets, is that who they are? Yeah, they're out of Nashville, and you're absolutely right. They started out in Indiana, and they've been recording since 2009. They have several things, very, very big among the um, the Christian uh, Christian pop uh, contingent. And, yeah, there's actually a lot more praise on here this year than in the past. And I have to say, this kind of comes to the end of this, at the end of the CD, and it was very upbeat, and the message was right, and, and well, it is Christmas. So uh, I had no uh, no problems adding this to it. Just It just felt like the thing I wanted at the end, you know, upbeat and positive, and it sounded fantastic. This And this was uh, back in 2013 that they rec- the Sidewalk uh, Prophets recorded this one. Okay, Christmas This Year by Toby Mack. Ah, keeping on a theme. Yes. <laughs> Starts before the sunrise. I sneak downstairs to sparkling eyes and all oh, what joy it brings to me. The family around our Christmas tree. And I thank the Lord for his favor as we sing the songs of the Savior. Our Savior. The soul of this season is a gift. When love came down to 
So again, um, Toby Mac, it has a kind of country feel to it, but not sure. No. Well, his real name is uh, Kevin Michael McKeon. He's an American Christian hip-hop rapper and singer. He's actually seen a little action on previous uh, a previous compilation that I did back in 2002 called Christmas Cacophony. Um, and uh, again, uh, he's just sends a positive message. It's I love the beat and the sound. It's well produced, and it just makes me happy. And it seems to really ring true with the season. Mm-hmm. And I should say that this track actually dates back to uh, 2011. All right. Well, rounding this section out, Christmas morning. <laughs> I love singing along this. Christmas morning. Christmas morning. Happy faces on all the races. Children singing. Joy bells Listen to that bass. Wow, I tell you, I think what's really uh, interesting about all of these, Mariah Carey actually has a new Christmas song that she is promoting with Kirk Franklin. And people may know that name. He's a leader of a gospel choir. And it has a religious overtone to it. It's very family friendly. In fact, she has her kids in the video, but she asked to work with him on this song. And and, um, it's uh, doing a lot. Well, coming up, As we've said, holiday songs are at the top of the streaming services with the number one new song past one billion, with a B, downloads. But the new songs don't have the pedigree of the reggae song Dreadlock Santa or the quirkiness of Picking Fights for Christmas or the charm of Francine Reed's Grandma's Cooking Christmas. They are all part of this year's Not Your Average Christmas Carol playlist curated by PRX and GBH's The World Engineer, Mike Wilkins. Where else can you hear Deck 5 by Saturday's Children, another Mike Fine, fished out of the vinyl stacks of nostalgia. So many songs you never heard of from his 2021 Sack of Songs recording. That's next. This is the special one hour under the radar with Callie Crossley. I'm Callie Crossley. Beautiful, wonderful. Beautiful, wonderful. One of engineer and music collector Mike Wilkins' favorites from his 2021 tune list called Sack of Songs by Saturday's Children. It's part of his annual curation of holiday songs off the beaten path. I'm Callie Crossley, and this is Under the Radar with Callie Crossley, and we're in the middle of a special hour celebrating the mixtape of quirky holiday songs of PRX and GBH engineer Mike Wilkins. So Deck 5, Saturday's Children, why is it your favorite? 
Mike? Uh, I just like it because it, it riffs off of uh, Dave Brubeck's 1959 classic Take 5, and I just kind of mm-hmm. like that it has that familiarity, and they did this little twist with it. This came out on the Dunwich label, a division of ATCO, back in 1966, I think. These guys are from Chicago. Uh, they were active in the mid to late uh, 60s. And apparently I was told that in Chicago at that time you were either a Rolling Stones-type band or a Beatles-type band. And these guys kind of follow in the Beatles-esque type of uh, band. But I love it. It's just fun. It is fun. I mean, I love instrumental, really good instrumental takes on holiday tunes, so Mm -hmm. I loved it too. Here's one of my favorites. Again, never heard of this. This is so crazy, so I'm going to let it play out a little bit. This is Mommy's Daddy, Daddy's Daddy, and Santa Claus. <laughs> Mommy's Daddy and Daddy's Daddy empty out the stores. All year long they bring me presents just like Santa Claus. So they could have such fun together and laugh the whole year through. If Santa Claus could be I love this. <laughs> yeah, it was. It, I have to say, it it almost didn't make the cut, and then I realized how uh, there's like something very catchy about it, and so I was like, you know what, I can sing along with it, so it's added. And well, it's not only catchy, but you got all the fam- family relationships you're oh. working out. I'm like, what? Wait, exactly. it's the first time I heard it. <laughs> I have and to who's say, who's Wendy Burden, by the way? Because it sounds like a kid. But. And you know what? I knew you were going to ask me that. And this was initially one of these records. I purchased it. It was a uh, promotional copy on the Columbia label, and I had zero information on Wendy Burton. And I had Hmm. no idea except that it came out in 1962. And I said, Callie's going to ask me about this. (laughs) So I spent an hour digging, digging, digging. She happens to be the daughter of Trinity Music Publishing executive Ed Burton, uh, so this is written by Al Kasha and uh, Jeff Barry, both who are composers, singers, songwriters, arrangers, very prolific. And I can't help but think this was a bit of a vanity piece that probably Ed Burton with uh, Trinity Music Publishing said, I'd love to get my daughter on him. On, uh, can you write? Can you put together something that my daughter can sing and we'll put it on a record? It was never really commercially viable. It didn't really get produced as a 45 single it just kind of languished as a as a promotional radio station copy and i'm glad i have it because it was a lot of fun to play i think it could have been another grandma got run over by the reindeer if it, they had promoted it because it's so cute so sad that it didn't get much play but we're playing it now that's right <laughs> so like you said everything old is new again yes i'm always amused that you have many Debbie Downer takes of songs <laughs> on this list. Oh, and uh, my favorite going. this year is Picking Fights for Christmas. <laughs> I'm picking fights for Christmas So presents I won't have to buy Now this may sound funny But I'm out of money And everything's oh so high When Christmas is near I still owe for presents that I bought last year That's why I'm picking (laughs) fights for Christmas 
so presents I won't have to buy. Well, it's okay. an, also a little way to maybe make a suggestion of how to get out of buying gifts. You know, that would just like yeah, add that little public service. Uh, that's uh, Doy Odell, Alan Doy Odell. Uh, he was a disc jockey for years and then uh, got involved in uh, doing uh, recordings. He actually was a member of the Sons of the Pioneers for a little while. He was an actor, appeared in films with Roy Rogers, Ronald Reagan, Jack Lemmon. He was in two Billy Wilder movies. And, um, mm. and I mean, he's got a varied and wide uh, bunch of things under his uh, on his resume. Uh, that was from 1968. And uh, Doy Odell, picking fights for Christmas. Yeah, I understand that sentiment. I do. Um, <laughs> but my sentiment is more aligned with Grandma's cooking Christmas. I got the mistletoe and jingle bells and Christmas cards that wish me well. But I've been cooking since the holidays began. Cause Santa Claus is coming and he's a great big old hungry man. I got sweet potatoes in souffles. I got green beans cooked in two different ways. I got a smoker going with ears of corn and trout that swam in the river this morning. Hungry already. I love this. Say that blessing. This is so good. She's obviously a blues singer. Not yeah. familiar with her, though. She was born in Chicago. That is Francine Reed. This was put out in uh, 2000. Um, she is a blues singer. Fantastic. Uh, she's recorded with duets with Willie Nelson and others. Uh, she's known, as some people might recognize that voice, with Wild Women Don't Get the Blues. Uh, oh, that, my goodness. That Ida Cox oh. uh, track written in yeah. 20, uh, 1924. Yeah. She uh, did a great performance of that and um but she's uh living in georgia now and uh i've been told she frequently performs at blind willies in the virginia Ooh. highland neighborhood so if you're down in georgia look up francine wow i did send out a, a test cd to a couple friends just to see what they thought about it one of them pulled over on the highway and called me after hearing that song and just wanted to let me know how wonderful it was so I'm just saying, uh, you have great taste. Who wouldn't have great taste after thinking about all that food she's talking about? She's obviously a good cook, too, or yeah. she's really doing a good job of faking it if she's not. <laughs> if you're just tuning in, this is Under the Radar with Callie Crossley. I'm Callie Crossley. I'm here with PRX and GBH engineer Mike Wilkins, continuing our jam session with tunes from Mike's 32nd annual collection he calls SAC of songs. All right, I'm going to play this one because it's the weirdest thing on the whole album. I think it's just too weird for words. You like it. Here it is, Guiazdor. Was the night before Shiud that all through the jert, not a creature was stirring the charnina, so it burnt. The Prenshahi was hung by the kumin with care in the hope that Guiazdor soon would be there. Chukchina Iwapi was nestled all snug under Pijina, while dreams of Kruschikis was mixed with Charnina. 
Stella in her babushka and I in my chopka had just settled our brains for a long winter's nap. Then out okay, on the Mike lawn Wilkins. there arose such a noise. <laughs> Paul must be home with I, some of the boys. It's obviously a take on Twas the Night Before Christmas. I thought it was a made-up language, but you say no. I don't think so. That's John Madman Michaels, 1955. He was a DJ in the Milwaukee, Wisconsin area. Uh, he produced two 45s, both kind of taking on the flavor of the city, uh, particularly the German and Polish community. So I think that's uh, we've got a little bit of Polish in there. Hmm. And uh, I think more than a few people wonder what the heck is going on there. Yeah, I certainly did. <laughs> well, you know, we always have a little conversation about what new stuff is out there mm. that might become a collectible item later and end up on your, I don't know, 45th compilation. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to say that the sentiment and the concern this year about supply chain issues, I bet mm. everybody knows what that's all about, has actually turned into a parody of the Mariah Carey song. Um, so it's a Christmas song and it's by Pin Holderness. Let's take a listen. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Shipping containers are stuck on the coast of California. And a Hong Kong port shut down that ships one billion pounds a day. My kid wants a snack in Grogu. Yeah, I know that's kind of weird. But it doesn't really matter. It won't get here until next year. Even with Amazon Prime, it might not get here on time. There's not much we can do. Pretty sure this Christmas we're screwed. <laughs> I love this. I cannot tell you. I couldn't love this more. I I agree. <laughs> I can add that. I I hope I. I want to add it you years later. It. I want to add it years later. I don't want to make it next year and it still sounds contemporary. I want us to be out of this jam. But yeah, I love that. I have to say the other choruses are equally funny. All right. You know, somebody else who's got a, a album that, and this happens often on your collection, they put something out and then, you know, a couple years later, they re-release it and it catches. Mm. So Sia has oh, yeah. a song, uh, an album from a 2018 album. Every day is Christmas, and here's a song that I think you'll be dancing to. Santa's coming for us. Just a dance tune. Yes. It's great. So I would be remiss if not uh, pointing out that Kelly Clarkson has an album that is blowing through the roof with uh, popularity. My favorite song on there right now is Christmas Isn't Cancel, Just You. Here's a little take of it. <laughs>
She does the best revenge song. And even at Christmas times, it's lovely. I love that one. But uh, finally, I would be remiss if I did not note the biggest bop happening earworm song uh, that I referred to earlier with the one billion downloads, mm -hmm. Elton John and Ed Sheeran, Merry Christmas. Here it is. So kiss me under the mistletoe. So this brings me back. I think that's just a great that's, song and awesome. video is yes. even wonderful. Ed Sheeran said uh, Elton John talked him into doing it because it wasn't something he was like, oh. I don't want to do a Christmas song. Yeah. Um, but they, he loves it now. They both love it. And everybody else apparently loves it as well. I bought the thing. Nice. <laughs> it's just nice. so good. Yeah, it is. But I think it's it has uh, it's brand new, but it has that sort of nostalgic feeling mm -hmm. that so many of the pieces that you bring to us. Uh, on your collection this year and every year have. And um, so I'm returning to your collection now because you know that's the sentiment that I kind of came away with. And I was really quite taken with some of the snow songs, especially snow. Mm. Snow fills the fields we used to know. Beautiful. Well, they're an English indie pop band founded back in London in 1990. I want to say it seems, I want to say they're earlier than 90 because I just seem to remember them in my college um, radio days. But they're named after the French football team, Saint Etienne. Um, oh. But they came, became associated with the indie dance scene in the 90s and, you know, they have been putting out music every year for a long time, and they still do uh, a lot of stuff combining kind of 60s pop and disparate influences. You know, just there, like you said, it has a feeling of nostalgia to it. And it's probably one of the quieter pieces on this year's. Yeah, I just love it. You just really go into kind of a vibe when you hear it. Cause, yeah. And it's just so beautifully sung. And, and for that matter, the tune is played beautifully on the guitar. So it's just really nice. Now, let's compare and contrast that with <laughs> Dreadlock Santa. <laughs> Everywhere this time of year, people spending too much money. One love feelings always there. You're fighting in your heart. 
dreadlock Santa's always ready Climb aboard my Christmas sleigh And get that one love feeling every day Take a ride with the dreadlock Santa Fly line with the roots rock Rastaman Through the sky over trees and houses Dropping wonders from the sleigh We're on our way <laughs> now, I know who King Grillo is. I've heard that song before. But, you know, this is kind of sweet for him, I think, right? I agree. Uh, you know, it's 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 uh, was put out in 2010. It was a whole uh, One Love Christmas CD. Uh, there were a couple uh, tracks on this that I wanted to play, and I just figured track number one hit the spot, and that's what it is. Marco Perry, a.k.a. Marco Perry. Sound engineer, musician, just a great, uh, fantastic individual and uh, amazing, another prolific artist. Mm. Well, there's always a little, some somebody combines the time of year, the sentiment, the nostalgia with a tiny bit of politics. Um, I think we heard that in number eight, Candy Cane Children. Candy Cane Girl, don't you know your name, girl? The white That's stripes. The white stripes. Yeah. Yes, I I know them. Why would they decide to make a Christmas song? Well, you'd be surprised. You, know? uh, you might be surprised. Uh, that's a good question, but I think uh, they have a little religion in their heart. And in fact, the I wouldn't say it's a flip side. I don't have the uh, the forty five, but I have the CD. And there's a reading of the Magi. Uh, he actually reads from the Bible as a as a part of the uh, flip side of of this wow. recording. So yeah, believe it or not, this as as contemporary as it sounds, this actually goes back almost um 10 years to uh, 2002. And um the song title is a reference to die-hard fans of the White Stripes who are called Candy Cane Children. So, but it's uh, oh, as okay. as it's still as contemporary sounding because of its its uh, message as as it was 10 years ago, yeah. Okay. And let's uh not let it be said that you don't have celebrities, you know, on your collection every year because you do. So, really? here they are. <laughs> <laughs> who is that? I thought this would be a nice way to end the season. Well, if people didn't recognize, that's Bert and Ernie of yeah. Sesame Street fame, and it's very sweet. 
you know, it is the last cut on your album for your 32nd collection. That's right. <laughs> I just want to add that I was given that, uh, I, that comes from a record that was uh, given to me by someone we both know that I probably shouldn't mention, but okay. he's associated with our uh, wonderful outfit here at uh, the WGBH Educational Foundation. Uh, and I thought, what a, he gave me this record. And oh. I thought, what a great way to uh, give a little nod to our president and CEO, John Abbott, <clears throat> and, uh, <laughs> and include this. And I thought, of all people uh, with PBS, uh, always uh, constantly on his mind, this would be a nice little nod to him. And uh, John, if you're listening, sorry to embarrass you. But not, re but not <laughs> <I'm>, really. <laughs> I'm sure he's singing along as well. So got to ask, is there something you got your eye on, you're chasing for, for next year? Um, this year, I believe it or not, I've got it, it. Santa was very good to me. I've gotten almost everything I've asked for. And uh, there's a there's a uh, there's an LP that I'd like to get my hands on. But that's uh, that will be a, that's a top secret project. But um, <laughs> yeah, uh, but no, everything it, uh, it's like I said, it's a bit of a treasure hunt. Sometimes you don't know you need something or want something until you actually get it. OK, so, of course, because you're like me, you're a collector. I collect Black Santas. You collect these tunes. Mm. You never stop looking all year. So do you already have a few songs lined up for the 33rd collection, which will be next year? Yes. It's just that I, I because I'm purchasing stuff even up until, uh, you know, I placed an order this morning. <laughs> 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 um, there's a bunch there's a, believe it or not I found some great ska and rocksteady uh, stuff I've found some in, uh, independent uh, they call it their snow their annual snowflake collection independent uh, label that puts together some of their bands and puts out 45s so I've just made these giant purchases um, <clears throat> all very reasonably priced I assure you um, just in case anybody's asking and it's it's uh, so I'm I can't I haven't listened to them yet I just know that I've got I've already got a, a head start on next year it doesn't mean it'll be ready any earlier <laughs> <laughs> we know that Mike <laughs> But yeah. Well, here's a sort of uh, a question that I, you know, that's on everybody's mind. You know, we're still living through a global pandemic and there's a lot of other uh, tragedy around us in this moment. But um, I find that these kinds of, of, of moments, the songs that you curate, some of the other things that people can look forward to that are either nostalgic or just uplifting in the moment, are, have become especially important during these times. And the reaction is very strong and positive. And I'm wondering if you're seeing that because you know you originally started putting this to a collection together and just giving it out to friends. And now of course, you, our conversation every year has made this a bigger deal. And um, I think people are more anxious to hear it, but that's me wondering what you're hearing. No, I think it's you're absolutely right. By the way, having uh, having you give me this platform is 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 really uh, an amazing thing, and I thank you very much for it. And it's true, there are people. In fact, oh my gosh, I I got an email from somebody who, be, through your show, had heard of my stuff and sent me found my email address, and uh, sent me a little note and. 
sent me some of the stuff that he's been working on for Christmas holiday music. And, uh, you know, kind of Dr. Demento-esque, fits right (laughs) in with me. And um, people are, it's kind of funny, uh, the lights are bigger and brighter. There's more inflatables. There's more Christmas it seems, when things get a little tougher. There just seems to be a lot more wanting to recall the, the good things and the good times and the good music. So, yeah, we're, we're, we're getting a good response on all of this. Mm. Well, I'm so happy, and um, we always enjoy having you. I can't wait to, to hear what you'll put together for us next year. And I thank you for bringing us your wonderful Sack of Songs <laughs> collection, a Utopia recording this year. See you here same time next year? Yes, please. (laughs) You're most welcome. I love doing this, Kelly. Thank you. Hopefully I'll see you. Okay, thank you. Mike Wilkins is an audio engineer for PRX and GBH's The World Program by profession and by avocation, a collector of unusual or little-known holiday music. We're going out on Christmas Presents by Solomon Burke. That's it for this week's show. We're on the web at wgbh.org, news under the radar with Callie Crossley and available for download wherever you get your podcasts. Under the Radar with Callie Crossley is a production of GBH, produced by Hannah Ubley and engineered by Dave Goodman. This is the last show for our super special intern, Sarah Kaplan, who has been a great part of our team. We'll miss you, Sarah. See you here at 6 p.m. next Sunday. I'm Callie Crossley. Thanks for listening. For a great big Christmas Maybe one, two, or three toys But sadly enough Believe me as it seems They won't get these things We know But the best that we can do Is wish a Merry Christmas to you And hope next year Things will have a lot of joy